Good morning and welcome to the uh, to a new episode of the Saved and Sassy podcast. Myself, Randy Mendez Parr is flying solo today. I do not have my partner in crime, Crystal Riley. In fact, I just want to take a moment and say a quick prayer for Crystal's husband. Um, had a little bit of an unexpected medical hiccup this morning and so she will not be joining me. So we are definitely praying for her, wrapping her and her husband in prayer and hoping that the uh, afternoon brings good news. So on that note, I'm going to do the podcast solo, which I always think is a little bit awkward when I'm talking to myself. <laughs> so for those of you tuning in on our live stream on any of our um, other social platforms, feel free to drop in comments and keep the conversation going alongside me. But what are we talking about today? So today we are really going to be talking about, um, you know, faith, right? Walking on water. And so we're, we're going to be referencing Matthew 14, 29. And in this verse um, specifically, this is when Peter walks on water, right? So, uh, so Jesus says, he says, um, so Peter got out of the boat, right? And he walked on water and came towards Jesus. And so what I really like to do on our podcast is help us as women today, especially Christian women living in the broken world of today to digest scripture as it might apply to us today in a modern context. And so I think for this verse in particular, um, obviously, side note, anybody else ever have a lot of fun with their kids or grandkids attempting to walk on water? Uh, recently, this was like a fun thing that we were doing with my grandkids at the hot tub. Um, needless to say, none of us were successful. And it's a fun uh, opportunity, I think, to talk about scripture without it being, um, I don't know, you know, boring or unrelatable for kids. Sometimes that can be a hurdle. So if you haven't um, used this opportunity to kind of talk about walking on water and how none of us actually can achieve that, um, it's it's a good opportunity. But back to what we were talking about, which is how does how does Matthew 14, 29 really apply to us today as women in modern contexts? And I think it really just summarizes, you know, stepping out in faith and trusting God's guidance and uh, and his power, right? I think that we're really guilty of diluting what God is capable of because of our own limiting beliefs. So I think that in any given day, we're guilty of saying, there's no way I can get all of this done. There's no way I can be the mom I need to be, the wife I need to be, you know, be the business owner I need to be. And while I want to just be sure to say, you know, we have to always evaluate all the things we're trying to be with God's calling for us and make sure that we're not stepping into something that isn't for us, make no mistake that it is more than possible with God, right? He, he can make all things happen. And so I've kind of outlined a few actionable steps. So number one is like listening for God's call. We want to listen for God's call. We want to actively seek God's guidance and be in prayer and reflection and be attuned to what he really has um, as a calling for our life, right? And how it's related to our personal growth, our relationships, and even our service to others. I will tell you, as always, uh, you know, we share a personal perspective here on the Saved and Sassy podcast. And this last year has been so transformative for me. And I now exist in a circle and a community that I just find conviction coming quicker and maybe becoming a better person quicker and faster because I just sit and spend time with God. And then I think about the people around me and I'm like, man, I want to rise up. I want to do better. I want to be better. And so it's kind of like um, I talk about it a lot in business, the hack of proximity. Proximity is so powerful. Um, and so I kind of combine two amazing things, all of the people I get to do business with, the powerhouses, men and women alike in the real estate um, system, in the networking area. I combine that hack along with God and bring that together. And then I just kind of sit at his feet. You know, last night I, I was in the bath and I just got, am I doing the things you want me to do? 
right? Um, so listening for his call, right? That's going to be step number one. Step number two is going to be stepping out in faith, right? The same way Peter stepped out in the boat, <laughs> out of the boat. He stepped out. He took that first step. So identifying the areas in our life where we feel like God is calling us to step out on faith. Is that in our career? Is that maybe leaving our career? Is that maybe leaving a certain business? Is it is it leaving a job? Um, is it making a move, to, moving to another state? Um, is it you know, releasing certain relationships from our lives. Where do we feel that calling, that prompting, right? Um, sometimes it can just be gnawing at us and being, you know, being human and and having our own desires. Sometimes we really just want to salvage things ourselves or we want to keep things, you know, going or we, we're not ready to give up. And I think it's really important that we step out in faith and we identify where God is calling us to step out. Number three is going to be overcoming fear and doubt. And so this is another one of those that, um, you know, just kind of what we were talking about, like, are we having that limiting belief that we can't do it, um, that it's not possible. So recognizing the fear and the doubt that might arise and consciously becoming able to overcome that and anchoring ourselves in God's faith and God's promise and God's capabilities, right? Anchoring ourselves in God's capabilities. Oh, I just love that. Um, that is so good. Like not in what I'm capable of, not in what I'm going to knock out of the park or what I'm going to mess up or what I'm going to fall short on, but what God is capable of, right? So really, I think, you know, um, our pastor, I think even said this yesterday, he said, you know, the more that you change your self-talk, you, you can scientifically rewire your brain. And in a world where there's no shortage of women empowerment and saying that you can do this, you can do this, you can do this. It is so imperative that we as Christian women anchor our faith and what is possible to overcome our fear and our doubt in God's capabilities, right? The next one, this one's a little bit hard for me. I'm a creature of habit and I like uh, I like things to be predictable, but embracing change. So I'm also a lifer. Anybody else? Let me hear it. Like, do you struggle with this where you kind of are the type of person that wants people in your life for good, right? Like, I don't want people in my life like one and done. You know, if, if, I, if you come into my life and I share time with you and I enjoy you and we build a relationship, my hope is that, you know, we start the race, finish the race together. But what I've learned is that that's not necessarily God's will. And so embracing change is really important. So if you think about it, I mean, Peter was safe in the boat. He was safe in the boat. He knew the boat could float. He was fine. And then God asked him to step out on water. Like, that's terrifying. Like, there's no way I'm going to walk, right? Like, I'm going to fall. And how often do we feel that way? If we leave the security of the people that we're around, or we leave the security of our current job, or we leave the security of our current home, or our current state, or whatever it is, right? We step out. That's scary. We're leaving safety for the unknown. But God will call us to lead in unfamiliar territories, right? And that's actually essential to opening his plan and challenging our comfort zone. One of the things this year I did is um, I left a very well-developed, very well-established um, community and stepped out to build something new. And that was scary. And I had all the, the fear, all the doubt, all the emotions. Um, I didn't even know that I was going to build something I, at the time that I left. I didn't even know that I would rebuild. Right. So sometimes when we're stepping out of the boat, we don't even know that rebuilding is going to be an option, but um, I did it. And then God showed me and it was like a rebuild. And this time it was like, I had the hammer and nails and it was doing it one at a time. And I get to sit in it today in like 
the awe of what God has done. <laughs> I was like, maybe I can recreate something new that's a little bit different and, you know, simpler. And God was like, oh, no, 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 we're not going small. We're going big. We're going big, right? Um, so when you embrace change, it's scary, but it's also so exciting and so rewarding and really gets to show us that that, that anchor we had in his faith pays off big time. And speaking of like, you know, what, what that looks like when you're embracing change, you really need to seek support. So you need to be around a community of believers who are going to encourage you. They're going to pray for you. They're going to support you. And they're going to, um, they're also going to speak truth to you, right? And so we all need, and this is something that I've been guilty of, guilty of struggle, struggling with um, over the years is, well, I have my friends, right? Like I have my friends over here, or I have this great community, or I have that great community, and I have di diluted the importance of that community of believers who are truly going to wrap me in prayer. And so one of the things I've had in a support system, and it doesn't have to be like, that's the other thing. The support system doesn't have to be somewhere you show up every single day or, or, or you know, it's kind of like a good friendship, a good friendship. You can see each other every three months and you're as close as ever, but there doesn't have to be every single day conversation. Same with the support system. And I'm very, very blessed with, you know, pastors that are great. And I, I pop in and I say, all right, guys, this is what we have going on. And can you help me walk through it? And they, they give me wisdom. They wrap me in prayer and um, they equipped, help me to be equipped a little bit better. And then they send me on my way. So that support system doesn't have to be, you know, it can look a lot of different ways, but what it does have to be is a community of believers that are going to help you understand that you're stepping into a new calling, right? And because the reason, and that leads perfectly to, you know, my sixth bullet for us today is that we have to be persistent in faith, right? Um, walking on water was possible for Peter as long as he kept his focus on Jesus, right? <laughs> so that goes to say, same with us. Um, and, and I just said to Jordy this weekend, my daughter, we showed some houses and, um, and, as we were wrapping up, I mean, it was just from, the, I mean, I, of course I prayed in the morning and I was talking and, but I got busy in the day. I got busy in the day, showing the houses, negotiating some other contracts, talking to some other clients in between the houses, um, whole nother day, whole nother podcast. Uh, if you are in real estate, I had just about everything that could happen and go crazy on this showing tour happened. So I was dealing with all these things and I just got really busy in the day. And also I was enjoying, you know, my husband being on showings with me, my daughter being on showings with me. That's a perk of being a family business. But as I wrapped up the day, I kind of, I just hadn't been kind of, God, be with us in this, you know, be with us in the show and be here. I, I had, I had very much lost the focus on Jesus throughout the day. And as we wrapped up, I kind of felt like it just got messy. Like I, I felt like my clients kind of got confused. We had to bring it all back together. And so I sat with that at, at that night um, after the showings and I just kind of was like, okay, how do we better serve people? And it's just by me keeping my focus on God, because as I keep my focus on God, it can be something as simple as throughout the day. Just, hey, God, help me as I go into this meeting. Hey, God, help me as I negotiate this contract. Hey, God, help me do this. Help me to be who you want me to be. Help me to step in that calling, right? Then we we just have a different grounding back to the anchor, right? We have that anchor that's really giving us our footing as we step into the new. So no matter what it is, like I said, you know, no matter what the change is, no matter what you're stepping into, no matter what you're embracing, you want to be persistent in that faith, that continual conversation, eyes on Jesus. Um, he is the focus. We are not right. And that's also going to be one of the biggest hacks to overcoming the doubt and the limiting beliefs that we have. 
So I think that kind of to the the same point that I just made about, you know, being focused on Jesus, learn from the setbacks, right? Learn from the setbacks. Every time you have a setback or you have a challenge, it's an opportunity to grow. Uh, One of my partners and I, we get to lead our agents every single Wednesday. We do what's called an agent success call. And we, we, um, I love the call. Oh my gosh. I just love the tribe that we get to do with. It's amazing. But one of the favorite sayings in the tribe is what a great opportunity to grow. (laughs) Every time there's like a struggle, we're like, what a great opportunity to grow. But really when we learn from it. So like, it was that simple. I was like, okay, I don't, I don't want there to be chaos throughout my day. How do I change that? And it was like, you know what? I just need to throughout the day. I need to be talking to Jesus. Right. So it was that simple. Um, but maybe it's something more, you know, uh, Maybe you say something. We're human. Maybe your words are just not honoring, or maybe you get emotional. I do that. I've done that. Maybe you act on emotion. Maybe you act out of a place. I mean, again, we're we're stepping out here. What we're talking about is stepping out of the boat. When you step out of the safety of the boat, when you step out of the safety of where you're at, that can be scary. That can create emotions. That can create real life challenges, hardships, struggles. It can feelings give yourself some grace, learn from those setbacks. If you, if you end up doing something you're not proud of, if you end up making a mistake, learn from it, you know, allow yourself some grace, deliver that grace with accountability, right? So that you grow from it. But remember Peter too, briefly sank when he took his eyes off Jesus. And so as we just kind of can refocus, refocus, focus back on Jesus, that's going to be huge for us. And the final tip that I'm going to leave you on today when we're just talking about, you know, Matthew 14, 29 and how we can really apply it to our lives today as, as, you know, in the modern world, as Christian women is going to be to serve others, to serve others. I know that, you know, in our world, we talk so much about ourselves and how we, we neglect ourselves. And this is another podcast topic for another day, but something I am finding is the better I serve others, the better I feel about me. And so consider how your actions and your decisions can positively impact others. And remember to use your gifts, your talents, and your calling to lift those up around you. Remember that, you know, um, comparison is the thief of destiny and it's not something God wants for us. And really just learn to be that champion of your neighbor, right? Like that's a biblical foundation to like love your neighbor as you love yourself. Well, most of my audience are women in the, in the, business um, fields, career women, right? And that can be hard, especially in sales-driven businesses, things like that. Um, It can be hard to champion for somebody else, especially if you're going through hardship or you're going through struggle or you're, you're doing the right work. But I promise you, if you put your head down, you do the right work, you're a champion of others, you don't take your your eyes off of Jesus, you step outside of the boat. And as you get outside of the boat, keep your eyes on Jesus. He will sustain you. He will become your anchor. So all of that says, I hope you can apply these steps to your walk. I would also love to hear about your walk. Um, So whether you're listening to us on one of the many platforms where you can find our podcast, or you are in one of our closed communities, um, such as the Saved and Sassy Society, um, drop it in. Let us hear what are you going through? What is that thing that maybe you feel God is prompting you to get your butt out of the boat and do, but you're just not thinking like, I don't know, God, like I I know things. (laughs) I do not want to be soaking wet and I do not want to plummet. That's just not what I want to do. Um, Talk to us about it. We definitely want to hear it. 
And if you are listening on one of our podcast platforms, then you are not yet in our Facebook community, the Saved and Sassy Society. Get over there. I am um, so excited. This last uh, probably four or five months, I've seen exponential growth in one of my other Facebook communities. And I am feeling a prompting. Um, I'm feeling a prompting that God's like, all right, we're going to we're going to keep that one going. And here we go, guys, just live action of what we're talking about today. My doubt is like, what we're going to keep. I like we're talking about hundreds of members every single day joining my mom's in real estate community. And now you want me to go focus on a second one? Like I what? No, but it's not about me. It's about what he's capable of. And he gave me a couple ideas this morning. I already have an amazing co-host, Crystal. I have a couple other amazing women that I've been able to work on the behind scenes with. And I think that he has brought me the right people. That is one other thing. Um, you know, when we're building and somebody comes along and we can recognize they're not the competition, but maybe a, a new partner. Oh, that is so powerful. The proximity play is like my jam and it is definitely changing my life as we go into 2024. So let me hear what you're going through. Let me hear, you know, um, anything, anything. Was this helpful for you? Um, I want to hear from you. So if you are listening on our podcast, please make sure you review us. That helps us a ton and helps us to get momentum as we are working hard to deliver value to Christian women, especially in the career place. So thanks for tuning in today. And I will be back next week with my uh, co-host, Crystal Riley. Bye, guys.